How do you feel? This is like the last recording of 2020. I feel feel it's a bittersweet moment because on one hand, we had a killer year. Yeah, we did great. Podcast-wise, world-wise, kind of eh. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> outside of the podcasting space, this year is pretty, pretty in. But but uh, within in terms of the podcast, within the podcast did great. I'd say it's a single tier moment. It's a single tier, single yeah. tier. I mean, it's not my last recording because I still have one more week of the Ooh. manga section. But it's also um, like, but this is my last recording session for the nerdiest yeah. podcast. I, I probably won't talk to you until the new year. Just like ceases all communication. <laughs> Like, I just, just, like, block you on Twitter and Instagram and iMessage, and then as look, soon as January 1st hits, it's like, ah, oh, hello, like, welcome oh, back. Hey, have you been? I just, like, I just like every message you ever send. Like, no, yeah. even if it's a question, it, anything, it's just so-and-so liked your it's message. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> liked a post you shared. So insulting. Ugh. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one, sink. Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, the podcast where nerds talk about nerdy things. Today I'm joined by Jackson from the Glass Studios. Hi. No, no, wow. you you gotta say you you gotta uh, talk like the the kid from the Polar Express. Hey, how you doing? Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> Do you know what kind of train this is? <laughs> you know what kind of podcast this is? It's a it's, the it's nerdy, a nerdy one. nerdy podcast. <laughs> I don't know the first. I don't know the first one to get the first present. I don't know the first one to get the first. No, okay. Literally, no. make literally make a version of the Polar Express where it's just the entire movie, but without his scenes. But without that kid, I feel like there's a supercut like that. On, there has to be it's... on YouTube, <laughs> just without the annoying kid. So, would you like to give a proper introduction, or was that your was that uh, your bit? <laughs> hey guys, um, <laughs> it's Jackson from the Glass Studios. Uh, you know, I'm on, I'm on YouTube at The Glass Studios, G L A S, The oh. Glass Studios, making sketch comedy pretty much every week. Wow. Uh, apparently, you say pretty much, but you haven't uploaded a video since Thanksgiving. Okay, that's because I'm working on a very large project. Okay, <laughs> I'm working on it. It's probably, it's honestly probably out by now. So go, go to the YouTube channel, The Watch Glass G L A S Studio. Time. Wait, we're going to be competing for the same uh, airspace. <laughs> oh, my on, gosh. On Friday. Timothy Chalamet hosted Saturday Night Live. Are you getting sidetracked? <laughs> I opened YouTube. I mean, okay, but, f- I but to be fair, YouTube. when do we not get sidetracked? I mean, I mean, like, I'll just open YouTube, Instagram. You can also follow me on Instagram at the GLAS, the GLAS Studios. Uh, I'll uh, open uh-huh. YouTube or Instagram and just be like, what was I doing? And just was sit doing? there for I hours. I mean, I feel that. This can be a very relaxed podcast because there's not a whole lot of content. Yeah. So let's, so, just, let's just... So for this week, for this final episode, Christmas is quite literally a week away. Wow. And we thought the best way to end the year and get all of you in the Christmas spirit would be to talk about Christmas movies. But then we ran into this slight issue that I am very uncultured and haven't mm-hmm. seen a lot of Christmas movies. 
that aren't the Polar Express. I'm surprised. So, I'm surprised Megan has not broken up with you because uh, you are very I uncultured. Mean, okay, and, but I sat down and watched her favorite Christmas movie, which is. So, would you like to tell Muppet Christmas Carol? A Muppet Muppet's Christmas. Carol. I don't want to. I don't want to like down anybody here. It, it. I mean, I will say it was pretty good. Like <laughs> sure, it's a. I think. The way they, like, used uh, Gonzo and Rizzo to, like, really break up how dark A Christmas Carol is. Mm-hmm. That's true. That was easily the best part. I feel but like... I feel like ever almost since... Almost every Christmas Carol movie is the same. Ever since, a, like, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol has become, like, public domain, society has just kind of, like, slowly gone down from that point... <laughs> Like every, my favorite Christmas Carol. Every year, every like, year, we just have a new version of a Christmas Carol, and it's my like my favorite telling what? of the Christmas Carol was the Veggie Tales one, and that might was just that be the Easter. Was that Christian the Easter Carol? Kid? The Easter Carol? Wait, maybe it was the Easter Carol. I thought it was a Christmas Carol because they, they I could have sworn because they did a Christmas Carol. They did a Christmas Carol, but it was Easter, and I still no 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I think. I they, no, they I did... think it is the Christmas Carol. Hold on, Veggie Tales. No, 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 no. It is. It's called the Star of Christmas. Oh well, the Star of and Christmas. And they also did one that was an Easter Carol. Well, the Star of they Christmas is not a Christmas Carol. It's not. No, that's just wait. No, no, no. The, wait, yeah. no, 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 no. The st- I, I know what you're talking about. The Star of Christmas is a wonderful Veggie Tales. And it's the full thing is apparently on YouTube. <laughs> That's good to know, but it's and they not also a Christmas did Carol. A, it's a Wonderful Life. <clears throat> yeah, that's but a it was, good one. It's too. a Meaningful Life, which was yeah. also good. I did also watch good. that one. If yeah. you want to talk about It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life, we can talk about the Veggie Tales. It's we a need Meaningful an, Life. An I have seen that one. So stay tuned for 2021, where we have a full Veggie Tales episode. <laughs> Low key, I'm Low adding key. that to the list. <laughs> Like we have um, to do that episode. That's such a. This, and if, if if you can't tell, this episode's very like more laxed because I mean, we have like here's ten movies to talk it's about Christmas. collectively. It's Christmas, Who so cares? and it's Christmas. We're just kind of laid back, chill, you know, yeah, by the fire. But, um, let the fire crackle in the background. Maybe yeah. I'll add that in oh, post. That'd be, just that'd get a little fire rad. crackle. We're like that'd be rad. We're sitting around, yeah, talking about yeah. Christmas movies. Yeah, I'm no, key adding Veggie Tales yeah. to the list right an now. Easter, an Easter Carol is one too that one is legitimately based on a christmas carol because he was so like, a star of christmas is not no. a christmas carol i thought it was is it an original then i thought it was i could have sworn <laughs> there was a veggie tales christmas carol i guess star i'm wrong christmas. is there somewhere on the wiki that i can is there like a wikipedia page it, there's a fandom. there's a veggie there's, there's a, a veggie christmas carol there's a fandom article let me see. Yeah, it's a Phantom article. The next exciting episode of VeggieTales. The story of Ebenezer Scrooge, Nezer the Zucchini. Wait, I thought he was a pickle. <laughs> no. Pickle is not a vegetable. Wait, no. Pickle is Yes, a... it is. What? Hold on. Wait, is this a movie? Because it... it the, okay, so this is the Christmas Carol I'm talking about. Is this the movie? Like... Oh, I need uh-huh. to know. In 2008, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled pickle a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so off topic, but I can't. 
I'm just out here looking at this Veggie Tales thing. I'm trying to hold on, hold on, hold on. Watch this. Hold on. Be... I have to find this. Watch this be like the most popular episode. Just us, like yeah. About we're just talking tales. about. We're trying to find. Um, <laughs> My gosh. We're trying to figure out what is it. I know they made a lot of Veggie Tales Christmas like things. Uh huh. But I guess they didn't do a Christmas Carol one. All right then. Well, I'm trying I to figure stand out corrected. what was the Star of Christmas based on, though, because I know that's what I'm trying original? to figure out. Because I don't see on. anything on the fandom. Because I remember it so clearly, they were like putting on the Christmas play. <gasps> no, okay. The Star of Christmas is the same. Came out the year I was born. Aw, <laughs> the Star of Christmas takes place in the same church that he was trying to tear down. In an Easter Carol. What? Yeah. <gasps> We're out here discovering the VeggieTales lore. No. That's so cool. Oh, wait. This is like, oh, a star of Christmas is about like, they were running a really low budget. like Christmas play. Uh, yeah. Christmas play. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, what do they do? Don't they find that guy in jail? Maybe. I think they get arrested. And then they like... Wait, yeah, this is the one where they burn the theater down. Yes! Oh my gosh! Yeah! Now I know which oh. one this is. That's such a random thing to remember. That's so random. But I That's remember, true. like, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the synopsis, and it's like, um, the plumber, and yeah. like, the pipe, and then they burn the theater down on no, accident. Didn't, didn't they, like, steal the star, like, the air quote star of Christmas from another church or something, and it was a turtle? Yeah! Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I feel like Wow, I need I to watch this. I remember that being just mildly traumatic, like watching the theater burn. Yeah, that was like, like the way they did that. Uh-huh. It was uh-huh. intense. Also, honestly, while we're on the topic of the Easter Carol, that was pretty traumatic too. Because I remember there was uh, a yeah. really <laughs> There was a really intense scene where he, like, saw the repercussions of his acts. Uh, and, like, he was going to tear the church down. And so he's, like, trapped in the church. And, like, this wrecking ball comes by and destroys the giant stained glass window. And oh, he's, like, yeah. And he's, like, how do, I, how do I undo this? And the fairy's, like, it's too late. And then the fairy dies. Holy crap, that's dark. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a lot darker than I remember. Thanks for uh Oh man, I have to find the scene. Oh. Veggie Tales, traumatizing kids since the 1990s. Ayo, honestly. <laughs> Stupid Veggie Tales in the house. Get out of here. Yeah, no 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 no. Netflix None ruined it. None of that garbage. They're coming back though. It's for like a it's for like a very specific streaming service though. So Yeah, of course it's not honestly. one of the mainstream, which is disappointing. What are we, but why does everything come back to stupid streaming services because we're entering the digital age where instead of having 500 cable channels you'll have 500 streaming services that's great the thing about uh cable though is you don't have to choose what you watch like that's true turn on comedy central the office is probably on you don't have to choose an episode turn on tv exactly friends is probably on you don't have to choose. Netflix. The darkest part of uh, 2021 is that we're losing the office on Netflix. That is okay. On January this, 1st. This might make me sound kind of like a scummy person, but I hope, I hope it doesn't. Uh, I have wait. 
no, okay, I actually can't tell this story because he's ready to be a scalper, essentially. No, no, the point. no, you have to cut this out because what if because what if the family okay, a family member got me the office DVDs for Christmas for my birthday like two years ago, and I'm gonna sell it, and I really hope she doesn't listen to this. It's okay, okay, it's okay, okay, I'll because once the, you give a gift. It's okay. no longer. I'll, I'll tell the. I'll tell yours. the full story then. Uh, a couple years ago, someone gave me The Office, the complete series on DVD, uh, still in the wrapping, like brand new. Uh, well, we already owned The Office on DVD because it. We didn't have Netflix when we when I started watching it, so we just bought the whole series because we only had like a couple seasons on DVD. So we just owned the whole series, and then I got it again, and I never opened it. And once The Office goes off Netflix, I'm going to sell mine on eBay. <laughs> and I don't know if that makes me a terrible person or not, but it's gonna be funny. <laughs> I mean, it makes you a capitalist. I mean, so if that's the, the backbone of America, the backbone of America, capitalism, capitalism. <laughs> Speaking of capitalism, we're capitalizing on Christmas being next week by talking about Christmas movies. Hey, like yo. my segue there. I do. So, The Office had some good in, Christmas so, episodes. Anyway. Jackson put this list of Christmas movies together. And of course, <laughs> okay. we have okay. to be able to talk about movies that we've both seen. Oh my so, the list started out really long. And then as he asked me, have you seen this movie? Have you seen this movie? I was like, nope. Nope, 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 maybe, no, yes, no. He has never seen, the, Nick has seen two movies in his life, The Polar Express and Weathering With You. Those are the two yep. movies he has seen in his lifetime. If you ask him about any other movie, he will say no. <laughs> I haven't seen that. What are you, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? Gosh. I understand, you know, movies like The Grinch, 2018, it's okay that you haven't seen that. Because it came out two years ago. Because it came out, you know, My mom, okay. So I had the opportunity to go see The Grinch, but me, being an idiot, I went and, like, well, no. I went and saw Fantastic Beasts 2 with my my girlfriend. Uh, Well, now now she's my ex, but I went and saw Fantastic (laughs) Beasts 2 with my ex. That's a crap movie. And my mom was literally in the next theater over watching The Grinch. Fantastic Beasts 2 is a Not only would The Grinch have been a better movie than Fantastic Beasts... But I could have seen it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fantastic Beasts 2, thumbs down. The Grinch 2018 is... Uh, honestly, we could do a podcast on Harry Potter movies. But anyway... Um, Ooh, I'm adding that to the list. Yeah. Getting need, lots of 2021 I inspiration. To, I need to finish the movies first. Um, anyway... <laughs> the Grinch 2018 is hotly debated because... Uh, some love it and some just despise it. I I'm kind of in the middle. I think it's a good movie and I've watched it I watched it in 2018, 19 and I've seen it twice this year. Um I think it's the kind of movie that you can't really rate because it's just a fun movie. Like, it's not right. meant to be a cinematic masterpiece, so we can't treat it like it's supposed to be. So, yeah. I think it's just, a, like, a fun movie to turn on that you, that, like, the whole family can enjoy. And that's my whole thing, is, like, if I can comfortably watch a movie with my entire family and not be like, oh, I hope I, I hope a 
inappropriate scene doesn't come up, my mom will turn it off. Like, right. That's my that's my whole thing is like if it's family good family friendly content, then it's a slam dunk. And I think the Grinch delivers. I am a little sad that, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch plays the Grinch in this one, and he does a great job. But he should have used his actual voice, because he has such a good voice, and he used this weird American accent. We missed out on a British Grinch. That's fair. I will say, um, in seeing like when they first announced they were remaking the Grinch, I was mm-hmm. like, no, we don't need to remake the Grinch. Jim Carrey did it brilliantly mm-hmm. way back when. And then I saw a trailer, and I was like, mm, okay, maybe not totally against it. And then I've seen bits and pieces of the movie. I haven't like mm-hmm. sat down and watched the whole thing all the way through, but like I was having a conversation with my mom once and my sister had it on in the background and I was kind of like passively mm-hmm. watching, watching it. <laughs> and it and it looks pretty good. It is. It's a cute I will movie. say that. I think it's one of the better movies Illumination has given us. Honestly? Um because like, like yeah. Secret Life of Pets and Minions are just kind of yeah. But I think, like, Despicable Me and The Grinch mm-hmm. are some of the better yeah. movies they've given us. I I really liked the the art style they chose to go with oh, for the movie. Yeah. I think they did Dr. Seuss's, like, whole, like, kind of whole... over-exaggerated hair mm-hmm. and buildings and, like, just kind of the wacky way he drew things for his books. I think mm-hmm. they interpreted that really well. I agree. And I, I didn't mind a little more contemporary... Grinch, because, yeah. you know, you got to yeah. make the movies yeah. semi-up-to-date with and the times. Otherwise, it's just irrelevant. It's also, like, this is the most light-hearted version of the Grinch that I've ever seen, at least. Um, you know, Jim, They also used uh, Pentatonics music. Yeah. And that's, which, a, that's a W for me. That's, that's a win. Pharrell Williams was the narrator, and I like Pharrell Williams. Uh, his music is usually pretty good. He's kind of a go-to for Illumination. But I feel like as a narrator, he was just okay. Like, he was almost too contemporary in the sense that, like, you know, a lot of narrators have, like, really classic, like, once upon a time in a land Like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And he was just, like, a while ago in this town, the, the Grinch lived far away. It's like, the Grinch was, his heart was two sizes too small. I'm like... Okay, p- put a l- put a little bit more into that. <laughs> yeah. Overall, 2008 Grinch, 2018 Grinch, is uh, a really fun movie, and I enjoy it. The Jim Carrey Grinch. I think say. Jim Carrey was the perfect person to cast as the Grinch Let me say. because he's just such a wacky person. Let me say, okay, the Grinch 2000 Jim Carrey. <sighs> When I was younger, I actually have a great story. When I was younger, I was allowed to watch this movie. I was like maybe five. Okay? I don't know if you've watched this movie recently, but it's traumatizing. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. It's just a little bit. It's pretty much. It's like Tim Burton on steroids in live action. Uh, the, the who's, their faces are terrifying. Uh, the entire yeah, mm-hmm. the entire color scheme of the movie is very dark. Like it's a Christmas movie, uh, and it's like, you know, the town is bright, but it has like this gray, almost desaturated hue that makes it kind of eerie. 
in the sense that like oh we're all they're all really happy but for the wrong reasons and so it's just like five-year-old me uh didn't care for that and so years and i'm say years literally years to come i had grinch nightmares um that's unfortunate i had <laughs> i had uh a dream that i could still recall to this day that he came out of my closet uh oh my gosh and you know you know when you're a kid you're always like oh i hope nothing comes out of my closet and like i feel like that's just like a a, a normal thing but when you have a legitimate dream where something really scary comes out of your closet, yeah. you're going to be sleeping with the closet light on for years to come. <laughs> same. So... The, okay, the exact same thing happened to me with Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh my like, god. Like, no joke. <laughs> I would sleep with the lights on and everything. I was terrified. Oh my gosh. And it's also, okay, apparently this was really funny to my family that I was terrified of the Grinch. Because it was like, oh, it's the Grinch. It's just a Christmas movie. So they would do things like, we had like this stuffed Grinch, and we still have it. And they would like put it in my bed, and so I would oh, like, man. I would like go to bed, and it'd be there, and I'd flip out, which is honestly terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's a little terrifying. They, uh, I don't think they do that today. We were actually talking about this the other day because like, like my younger siblings, I was talking about how their childhood is so much different from mine. And I'm like, okay, when I was younger, I'd have a nightmare about the Grinch. And then they'd put the stuffed Grinch in my bed. Like, <laughs> they would never do that to yeah. my siblings. <laughs> no, it was, I look back fondly at that kind of thing. It's really funny. But, um, I will never forget that. Uh, the, the Jim Carrey Grinch, he, he is the best person to play that role. I agree. And he... He was offered two roles. This is fun Christmas tidbit. He was offered two roles. He was offered Buddy the Elf and the Grinch. And he took uh, the Grinch. Yeah, the Grinch was the better one for him. Uh, definitely. And that's... Will Ferrell was like their number two for Elf. And honestly, I don't know what my life would be like if it was swapped. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so weird. <laughs> That'd be so weird. Like, I don't think Will Ferrell has the same like insane capacity to no, play the Grinch. No, no. Uh, I don't think he was up for the Grinch, but Jim Carrey was up for Elf. So, like, well, of course, Jim Carrey can do anything. <laughs> like, it's he insane. did really good in the Sonic movie. He not did. Lie. I feel like. I feel like Jim Carrey is one of those people that's like, he's comedic genius because he is legitimately a little crazy. Like, and I hate to yeah. say that, but he might be le like legitimately a little bit insane. Have you seen the clip of just him? A, just a tad. Just a tad. But it shows in his work really, really, po in a really positive light. But um, have you seen the clip of him at like Fashion Week? Where he shows up and they're interviewing him and he's like, and they're like, hey, what are you doing? You look great. And he said, he's just like, I don't know. Um, I, was, I was wondering in town. He's like, uh, I wanted to come to the most meaningless place ever. It's like, so I'm here at a fashion show. And he's like, wow. I wanted to find the most meaningless people and go to the most meaningless place and do the most meaningless things. And so I came here and now I'm talking to you. <laughs> and then wow. he just walks away. And he came out later and said that he was having, um, I think he said he was having an identity crisis or something like that. Or some kind of like existential 
problem and it was like life crisis like, yeah some kind of crazy thing and it's just like whoa but honestly he is the best person to play the Grinch I'm gonna show that movie to my kids cause it's their turn to be traumatized uh, <laughs> it's their turn to be traumatized and scared of what's in the closet there's two types of people there's like oh uh, like oh that was terrible for me I'd never put that on my kids and then to quote the great show Malcolm in the Middle man when I grow up my kids are gonna suffer <laughs> yep so, if you uh, had to pit these the two movies against each other in a versus bracket, oh my gosh, Jim Carrey's Grinch blows. The, I, yeah, I yeah. can't compare the two because, you know, my younger siblings will grow up watching The Grinch 2018, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's The Grinch." Oh, that's not what they sound like at all. But um, it's like, oh, it was, <laughs> it, was, it was The Grinch. It's like, oh, you know, that's that's The Grinch, and. <sighs> It's so different from Jim Carrey. And I watch Jim mm-hmm. Carrey's Grinch every year now. I'm like, now it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Maybe my number two movie of all time. So, I mean, yeah. I say that's fair. Jim Carrey's Grinch uh, wins, but they're not really comparable. Yeah. I mean, I think. Jim Carrey's Grinch has that like nostalgia factor. I agree over the newer one, yeah. and I don't think okay. the I don't think the same will be true for like our younger siblings who I grow agree. up with the 2018 because they'll feel the same way by the time they get to our age. Yeah. They'll be like, "Oh, it's, 2018 was so much better." It's and that's just like, kind of how generations that's just, go. That's just how generations go. Like a lot of people complain about that, where they're like, "All oh, these kids these days don't know what's good." It's like, well. We all have different definitions of good. It's generational. And so while I like Jim Carrey's Grinch better, you know, that's be purely nostalgia. It could be purely nostalgic. So I don't know. I'd also like to say the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Okay. Okay. That is a timeless movie. That movie, it's kind of like Empire Strikes Back compared to The Force Awakens. The Force Our Awakens. independent fact checkers have uh, <laughs> verified this is true. <laughs> it's like The Force Awakens is good, question mark. But, you know, the style and the visual effects will outdate themselves. And they almost have. Yep. The Empire it's, Strikes Back yeah. is still one of the most, like, technical. is still one of the best movies that people enjoy today. What, 50 years later? Jeez. This is why I'm saying don't use technology that's meant that's pushed with the time. Okay? Jim Carrey's Grinch used all facial prosthetic. Okay? He sat in that makeup chair every day for 3 hours for 2 months. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's timeless. I'm going to watch The Grinch with Jim Carrey in it in 20 years and be like that's a great movie. I think it's time yeah. to move on. I mean, on. it. yeah. So. Christmas with I the mean, Cranks. And the Santa I haven't Claus. seen either of these movies. Okay. The Santa Claus is a really interesting movie. Uh, Tim Allen plays this. Uh, he's like a dad who like just got divorced. And so he's like this. His, he's trying to like make Christmas fun for his son. Uh, who's like at his house for the first time for Christmas. Uh, and he accidentally kills Santa. Spoiler alert. Uh, 
And so he becomes Santa. And it's... That's such an intriguing premise. Yeah, it is. And it's actually really good because it's like Tim Allen plays a guy. He... And it's like he slowly becomes Santa. And so, like, his hair is slowly turning white. And, uh, like, he's slowly getting more of a belly. And so it's like he's going into work every day, like, while slowly turning into Santa. And, uh... Do you ever watch Honest Trailers on YouTube by Screen Junkies? I I used to a lot, but I uh, don't really now. I haven't watched one in a while, but the Santa Claus Honest Trailer is one of my favorites because they made a comment where uh, uh, the kid, I think someone told him, he was like, you, you're so smart, you could be a doctor or something like that. And he looks up at his dad and goes, no, I'm going to go into the family business. And it's supposed to be like an aww moment. But uh, to get into, they were like, "So you're gonna kill your dad? Because <laughs> that's, that's how he <laughs> so became you're Santa. Kill him? <laughs> well, just funny. Yes, I'm and, going to uh, kill my dad. It's it's a one v one. They fight it out in Fortnite. And there's three nowadays. Santa Claus movies. I've only seen the first one. I think I've seen the. Third I know the one. third one has Jack Frost in it, and yeah. they like really tried to do the world building. Yeah, I know that much. No, Christmas with the Cranks. Is, um, honestly, I watch Christmas with the Cranks every year. I'm consider myself a Christmas movie connoisseur, if you will. Um, Christmas Unlike with the me, apparently. <laughs> apparently. What do you mean, apparently? It's just the truth. Um, I mean, yeah. It's, it's okay. It's okay. We, we, we forgive you. But, um, Christmas with the Cranks. You know what? I'll watch a Christmas movie tomorrow. Please, please. A, That's a lie. I have class tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> literally anything on this list. No. Okay. If you're going to watch one thing from this list, watch Claws. Because it's objectively the best movie here. Objectively. 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 Uh, anyway, Christmas best with the watch Cranks your tone also there. has Tim Allen. And... It's based on a book called Skipping Christmas. And I have not read the book, but I watch the movie every year. It has Tim Allen and his wife is played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and they, their daughter goes off to, I think, South America for like s- some kind of like tr- some kind of like trip for like school or something. I don't know. And then they decide they're like, well, she's not here. What if we just skipped Christmas and went on a cruise? And so their whole the whole movie is about the repercussions of them trying to skip Christmas because oh. because their entire neighborhood loves Christmas. Uh, and so that's a big factor of them like trying to hide from their neighbors because their neighbors want them to put up decorations. Uh, and then spoiler alert, their daughter comes back and they have to throw together this Christmas party last minute. Oh, um, yeah, it's a really great movie. I recommend it. Uh, we bought it on DVD when I was like seven. Um, but then I wasn't allowed to watch it until I was about 12 because there is a couple scenes. (laughs) There's, uh, there's one where they're like, they like go to a tanning bed. And so they're wearing like really small swimsuits and it's really awkward because Tim Allen is like 40, uh, so it contributes it's to the fine. story. It's fine. We're fine. This is fine. It, but everything is fine. I recommend Christmas with the Cranks. 
Now, if you had to put those two in a versus bracket, which we're totally not doing a whole versus bracket, but if you had to, we're doing a casual, them. casual versus. Yeah, Christmas casual with the cranks. Versus. Christmas with the cranks beats the Santa Claus mainly because I've seen it more. So I, it's it's a classic for me. I don't watch the Santa Claus every year, but I do watch Christmas with the cranks every year. That's fair. All right, okay. all right, okay, okay, okay. Home Maybe, Alone. I have seen most, I have seen Home Alone. Maybe the most iconic Christmas movie of all time for good reason. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. Another I feel like okay. Home Alone in a way is timeless. But because there's no like when was Home Alone made? Like 1999? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Home Alone release date. Oh, 1990. Wow. I was, I was, I, I knew it was either the very beginning or the very end of the 90s. So yeah, uh, even though it was made in 1990, it holds up so well. Like people, it everyone, really does. Everyone watches Home Alone every year. Or not like, you know, you know what I mean? Everyone, like everyone watches Home Alone as if it was like a new release. Like, right. It's so. And it's on Disney Plus, Plus now. Now it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm just saying like the way that it's set up, like their house is very '90s. Uh, the way I that- mean, the whole movie is very '90s with like the kid being like, uh-huh. what's, what's his name? Kevin. What's his name? <laughs> Kevin. Okay, can we talk about how Kevin is literally like the best character? Honestly, like, he t- he takes no lip from any of his family members, <laughs> which is kind of a bad thing because you should, you know, you should listen to your but parents it's and also, stuff. That's also a '90s thing to be like adult bad, kid good. <laughs> my favorite. Okay, I know we haven't spoke about Home Alone two yet, but my favorite mm-hmm. part of the sequel is when his older brother like messes up his solo at the Christmas play. Oh my gosh! And, and he like drums he like he turns around candles. and pushes his brother, and then his mom acts like his brother did nothing wrong, and he's like, "No, I'm not." And she's no. like, "You need to apologize, Kevin." He's like, "No, I'm not going to apologize. I don't regret what I did." And I'm like, "Yeah, Kevin, you <laughs> yeah. stick it to it. Stick you it stick to it her, to Kevin." It. Yeah, that is. And then uh, she's yeah. like, "Well, then you can go upstairs." And he's like, "Fine, I'll do." It. I said what I said. <laughs> I, I have, said what I said. I have spoken. Did I stutter? <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. You, you were the chosen one, Anakin. But um, Home Alone, uh, it's, it's also, I feel like I see this in a lot of 90s and late 80s media. Their houses are so big. Yeah, <laughs> like, like what does Kevin's dad that, do to afford the house? Was that legitimately, like, what it was like in the 90s did people legitimately buy houses that big that they can have 50 family members over and it's just not a big deal and then everyone can leave and they're just living like that's just their house (laughs) yeah i mean very 90s (laughs) it is so funny and okay the third act of home alone is the single most the funniest part of any christmas movie ever made because people getting hurt is funny (laughs) yeah uh what is it it's like injury comedy yeah it's just it's some of my favorite like there was a uh, i I, i'm ashamed to admit that i'm on tiktok Um, 
But there was this Steve video Zoll. where I'm going to have to send it to you later. I, <laughs> I died laughing. He like, this guy stumbles on a stop sign on the ground. And he is, and he picks it up and throws it like a frisbee. Oh my gosh, like you did send this to me. And then it, yeah, yeah, it's the Neil, and then Neil deGrasse Tyson goes, Yeom! and the stop sign just like whacks some lady in the oh, head. Yeah. It was so oh funny. That video, I feel like that video resurges like, like maybe once every two years of the lady getting hit by the stop sign. Yeah. Where she's just like I reporting in I the storm. Breathe. And it's so funny because she falls like a brick. Like, she yeah. just goes, oh, Whoa. my God. <laughs> and it's so bad because, like, I don't know if she was okay. But yeah, it's I need to so know if she was funny. okay. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, the entire, I also feel like it's a kid's dream to just be left home alone to defend yeah. the house for yourself. That's, like, that's the... That was the pitch. That's like in the... every 10-year-old's dream is to just be like, yeah, I, I got to be home alone for a week, and then I had to defend the house. Like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that one, Harry and Marv are my last two brain cells, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, oh my gosh, so good. Uh, that one part, though, where... Uh, I think it's, yeah, it's Marv that he steps on a nail on the stairs and Kevin was very meticulous to put, was it oil that he put on the stairs? No, it was, uh, what's the stuff you put on the roof? Like under the, under the shingles, the tar, Glue. that's what it was. He was very particular to put tar on the stairs so that he would be barefoot. When he, when his foot goes into this nail for like two uh. inches. Okay. Ah. That seems mm, still... Don't describe it. It's giving me chills. <laughs> uh, Stop. I mean, there, when that pointy part goes right into the ball of his foot. Oh, don't turn it into ASMR. <laughs> it's just, uh. that, that is the one scene. I don't know. It's almost like. Like, I don't like it because it sends, like, a chill down your spine. But it's also, like, I feel like there's a market of people that just love scenes. Nope. There's a market of people that love scenes that, that'll just, like, ugh. Especially, yeah. in, especially for kids. But I would rate Home Alone 9 out of 10. I I mean, yeah. I'd say it's a pretty 9 out of 10 movie. Home Alone 2, um, I haven't seen it Home Alone 2, I've time. never sat down and watched it all the way through. I, The one scene I have seen is the scene in the hotel with that one person that I don't want to <laughs> say by name, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. That's the only scene I've seen from I feel Home like, Alone 2. I feel like it's okay to talk about Donald Trump in the context of Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah, in the context of being a hotel because this is in Home this is Alone we are not 2. we are not talking politics. This is not about president. Nope, this Donald was Trump. way before. This is about when he was just a tiny cameo in Home Alone 2. <laughs> that's the only clip that's the I've only seen thing that's the only from thing the he movie. was in. He he that no and also the John Mulaney's uh bit where he was talking about Home Alone 2 and he's like how do you get lost in New York? How the do you streets get lost are in numbered. New York? Oh that, my gosh. that like that that's all so I've funny. seen of the when movie. He's like, he's like, if so, I was a Def Jam comic when that movie came out, that's what I'd be. Like. Have you seen this Home Alone? And then I can't. 
say any of the rest of the bit without uh yeah making this explicit so <laughs> no swears here it's a so good home alone one. versus home alone 2 in the very casual bracket I mean, we're doing come on home alone is better home alone 2 is still pretty obviously because home obviously. alone 2 has pigeon lady who's also a mood fair the the nightmare before christmas is hotly is it, debated. Is it a Halloween movie or a Christmas it's movie? It's a Halloween movie. Everyone says Then why is it here? Everyone's... <laughs> because I wanted to talk about it. Because it's a Halloween movie. Okay, everyone that watches That makes it, no sense! Halloween... Okay, people where Halloween is their favorite holiday, this is a movie for them. Because they don't like any of the other Christmas movies. They just want to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. That doesn't make sense! It's... I'm so confused. It makes sense, okay? The Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie because it takes place mostly in Halloween Town. He goes to that Christmas place for like but five minutes. But it's called The Nightmare Before Christmas. Before Christmas. It's got Christmas in the title. You watch it before Christmas. You watch it like... Oh, I guess that makes sense. Come on. Come on. You watch it before Christmas. It's a good movie. I'll say that. And I really love the use of the stop motion animation. Oh, I absolutely. I think they did a really good job with that. They spent, I've seen like what? behind the scenes stuff. Oh I don't know if gosh. it was for Nightmare Before Christmas, but there was another one of those movies where they show like the painstaking, how long Ooh. it actually takes Ooh. to make a movie and like that. Like, and I'm like, man, oof. respect. And respect. honestly, like Danny Elfman, who composed the soundtrack and also played the voice of Jack Skellington interestingly enough uh he also composed the soundtrack for mission impossible which is another interesting tidbit he composed the mission impossible theme which is very iconic but i feel like his performance alone is worth watching so the entire thing is really quirky and just so different that we haven't we haven't really gotten anything like A Nightmare Before Christmas. We've gotten stop motion videos from like, you know, Lakita Studios. Oh my gosh, they make amazing stop motion movies, but nothing quite from the as the caliber of The Nightmare Before Christmas. And some yeah, people may true. some people may disagree, but that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, it's my sister's favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> she really loves Jack Skellington. That's I don't have Christmas much more to say time. about it. Other than, you know, it's a good movie. It's a good That's movie. That's about it. And I recommend it. Yeah, same. But uh, It's on Disney+. Plus. It's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Klaus, Klaus is on It's pronounced Netflix. Klaus. It's, it's Klaus. But, um, it's on my list, and I've wanted to watch it. You know what? You. I'm going to watch two Christmas movies this week. What? I'm going to watch Klaus, and... Uh, I, it's not on the list because neither of us have seen it and it's not appropriate to talk about, but I want to watch The Holiday just because I'm <laughs> no. really in the need for like oh. a really cheesy... It's rated uh, R. It's fine. I'm 18. I, I, can, like I could watch a, rated R movies like, by myself. Oh my gosh, I sounded like such a homeschooler there. It's, like, it's rated it's R. Rated R. <laughs> Listen, I'm 18. I can watch things. Oh it's God. fine. And if it gets too bad, I just turn it off. If you really... Because you... I'm still a homeschooler at heart. <laughs> it, oh. And if it gets... If that one gets too bad, a uh, movie on Netflix that's really cheesy is uh, Christmas at the Magnolia. It's not on this list because oh, it's not as that. well known. But I love that movie. Okay. It's about two radio I just hosts. need a really cheesy Christmas movie to laugh at how dumb the relationship is. Okay. Then watch uh, Christmas at the Magnolia. Because it's okay. about uh, two two radio hosts 
who grew up best friends. Uh, they both of their the both of their I guess significant others break up with them right before Christmas. And so to be like a big shock at the New Year's party, they're going to tell everyone that they were that they're dating, but they're just pretending. And so it's like Walmart brand the proposal. So oh. it's it's I mean, it's really corny, but I like it. Is it is it better or worse than Hallmark Christmas movies? It's better. Because Hallmark Christmas movies are like the bottom of the bottom of it's, Christmas movies. It's better than it's better than Hallmark Christmas movies. Okay, you, that's a good scale. Yeah, that's a good scale. Uh, Hallmark Christmas movies are good? Question mark. They're good if you know. I mean, if you're watching a Hallmark Christmas movie, you know what you're watching. Like it's. Yeah, you know <laughs> what you're getting yourself into. But Klaus is probably. I have seen it twice now, and I cried both times. It is that good. Wow. It is that good. If someone said, I want to watch a movie on Netflix, literally anything on Netflix, I would say Klaus. It is legitimately the the best animated... Oh, do I dare say it's the best animated movie I've ever seen? I said it. I wow. said it. It's... That well, I mean, good. obviously you've never seen Weathering with You, so I don't think you can really, <laughs> what like... What did, did I stutter? <laughs> two movies! Oh my gosh. You said... Yeah, no, it's true. You, I feel like... No, this ha- this actually happened. I didn't imagine this. Like, a couple months ago, you were like, if I give you my, like, one, two, th- or, like, something movies password... Would you watch? Oh yeah, I was offering you my Microsoft login so you could watch Weathering with You for free, (laughs) just so we could talk about it. And I was like, (laughs) I I just want to talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it by myself. (laughs) I mean, it's like Megan saw it and she gave it a five out of ten, and I'm very disappointed in her. uh, It's okay because I still love her anyway. The thing is, I I don't really watch movies alone. And I don't know if I could convince my mom to be like, hey, let's watch Weathering with you. Let's watch this really depressing anime movie. Um, uh, that would I'm sure it's great, and I'd love to watch it someday, but... You're going to have to man up and watch it by yourself. <laughs> I can't handle sad movies by myself. I can't handle the emotions. I can't handle my emotions. I've been given compliments on my fake crying in videos before, so... That's, that's fair. So Klaus, so Jack, ten, ten thumbs up. Before Christmas versus Klaus, in Klaus. A very... <laughs> uh, fair enough, fair enough. Klaus is better because Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie. I said it. I mean, true. I a Christmas story is what's next. I've never seen it. What? I've, I've read the book. I've read the book. Okay, I'm not one to say what to you. Not seeing <laughs> one Christmas movie because I've seen like none of them. But a Christmas story, really? I mean, it's you have. You'll to shoot your eye out, kid. Growing up, someone with the leg lamp. That's the one. I'm gonna watch it this year. But growing up as like a Southern Christian homeschooler, it's like you don't watch a Christmas story. It's got the f word in it. And I don't That's know why that was. Fair, I don't know why that honestly. was an Irish accent, but it's like you know. I watched my first R-rated movie this year, <laughs> and where I have friends that are like, I've watched Die Hard since I was two years old. I've still never seen Die Hard. I don't care. Okay, let me tell you, Die Hard, 
I'm making this point right now. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And I want people to stop pretending like it is. Here's the thing. Just because it came out around or on Christmas, I don't know, <laughs> does not mean it's a Christmas movie, okay? Die Hard literally, from what I've heard, <laughs> has nothing to do with Christmas whatsoever. And and I was talking to my mom about this. She was like, well, it's in the it's in the Christmas category. And I'm like, yeah, that's because people have memed it, it into the category. It takes place. Netflix put it there because it's been memed. It takes place like, around Christmas season. But let's be real. What else it doesn't is make there? it a Christmas what movie? What else is there for dads to watch without Die Hard? <laughs> we need more Christmas movies for dads. <laughs> I, you know, I, I guess that's fair. Um, yeah, uh, I've heard a Christmas story is good. I plan to watch it this year, um, but I guess the time is ticking on that. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is okay. very funny. It is, and very that's all funny. I remember about it. Uh, and Chevy apparently. Chevy Chase is in it? Yeah. I didn't know that. How did you not know Chevy Chase? I didn't I mean, know who Pierce. Chevy Chase was before I started watching Community. Pierce. Pierce. Oh, what was the song he sang? He was like, Pierce, I don't need you in my band. Or something like that. I don't know. That's that's a good episode of Community. Uh, yeah. What's Okay. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Watched it for the first time last year. Uh, watch the entire thing, except I feel like we're all in agreement that no one watches the pool scene. Like, there's this no. one scene that I've never seen. Oh! I've... Oh! I know what scene you're talking about! No, nobody watches that scene. <laughs> I remember I watched I watched the movie with my mom for the first time. And, oh, that, no. and that scene came on, and it was like the pinnacle of when you see awkward scenes oh. with your parent, and you're like, oh... oh. Oh, yeah. this is this hurts. I yeah, like, no, nobody watches that scene. I feel like ever. everyone is in agreement with that. That's like, yeah, we love that movie, just not the pool scene. <laughs> like, yeah, just everything except this one scene. This just peak Chevy Chase. <laughs> it's yeah, fair. Um, what the, the is, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is so funny to me because I talk to so many people that say that they watch it every year and they've watched it every year since they were a kid. I watched it for the first time last year, and it's one of the That's raunchiest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> That's me with, like, the next movie we're going to talk about, The okay, Polar Express. Okay, yeah, okay. I've watched it yeah. every year. No, yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is really interesting uh, because, like, on paper, it's just okay. But if I want to just turn on a Christmas movie... And I just want to, like, chill. I've written so many videos just watching that movie. Like, why do I keep going back to it? I don't know. It's just so much fun. And it's honestly such a mood the way that his family comes in and they just, like, stress everyone out. Like, yeah, that is such a mood. It's so relatable. And then, like, their family member, their in-laws don't get along. And, like, they all have to, like, share beds and stuff. And it's just so funny. It's just, I don't know, anyone with a big, like, medium to large family can relate so well. Where he's just, like, Mm -hmm. going to the attic just so he can be alone. So funny. And so relatable. Yeah. Yeah. I give... I mean, I don't uh, have much to say. I don't remember that much about it. It's been a while. Yeah. I give National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation a 7 out of 10. And I say seven because one. Are you deducting scene, three points because of the pool scene? Well, I'm re- deducting two points because of the pool scene. 
and then an extra point because I don't like his friend that comes by with like his trailer. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The, I, I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. But overall, fun movie. If you're, it's. Have you ever seen the movie RV with Robin Williams? Nope. It's kind of gross. It has Josh Hutcherson in it. Like he's like 13. It's like pretty funny. I probably watched it at too young of an age, but it's in a similar vein. Fair. All right. Is it main event time? 55 minutes into this podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. on. Drum roll, please. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. A year's worth of podcasting is built up to this moment. The ultimate versus event between... Two Christmas movies. One of them will leave as being nominated as the best Christmas movie of all time. Hey, don't get me copy claim. <laughs> don't get us copy claim. Come on, we made it this far. <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> Elf versus Elf. The Polar Express. One of these movies will leave being crowned the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Which one? We have yet to find out. So, okay. Jackson. So, I'm on the side of Elf. And I I was very set in stone of my opinion. And I thought, oh, nothing could ever beat Elf. Like, Elf is just the greatest movie of all time. And I still think that. But my and then you watch the Polar Last Express. night... It was my birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to me. Happy late but, um, birthday. Oh my gosh. Uh, people will be like, happy birthday to the craziest person I know. And it's just Sarah. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did, am I wrong though? Um, no. Nope. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're such a crackhead. But, um, <laughs> I watched and we were like, oh, let's watch a movie. I was like, okay, I'll pick a movie. And I picked the Polar Express because I knew we'd be recording this today. You know what? Like, you don't have to call me out. Let me tell you. Like, first first off, I was like, okay, it's rated G, has like a 47 on Rotten Tomatoes. Looks What? Looks, does looks, it really? Yeah, it does. It looks... You can't That's why Rotten. I hate Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is inaccurate Rotten Tomatoes is everything. cringe, bro. R- Rotten Tomatoes is inaccurate with everything. You can't really trust them. But, uh... And we were like, oh, it looks kind of corny. It's kind of it's a kid's movie. And I was like, okay, well, if it's terrible, we'll have a good laugh. Uh, mainly just did it for the meme. And then we turned it on because the Dank Express is the best video on YouTube. I said what I said. Absolutely. Um, is the Polar... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is the Polar Express even considered a Christmas movie? Because it came out on October 30th, 2004. Oh, that's when you start watching Christmas movies. <laughs> I mean, I started listening to Christmas music back in July, so... Yeah, I mean, facts. We watched... So we watched The Polar Express, and as it slowly went on, I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be hard to choose. Uh-huh. Because I've been rooted in Elf my entire life. And it's like... I could quote, like, you know, Megan can quote car, can quote cars. Rest in peace, Megan. Um, Rest in peace. Can... She she wanted to be here, but she got sick. Yeah. So. 
Um, we miss you. Not, we'll see you back she, in 2021. It's not Corona. It's not Corona. No. Um, and I, I, I really wish she was here because uh, maybe she could bring some culture. But um, anyway. Wow. <laughs> it's just, Thanks. I don't know what my life would be like if I'd never seen any of these movies. That's legitimate. <laughs> Well, clearly you haven't spent enough time around me, because that's exactly what it would be like. <laughs> wow, what a sad life to live. I know. <laughs> oh, So sad. But yeah, my entire life, I've watched Elf at least three times a year. Sometimes four. And so it's like, yeah, that's my favorite Christmas movie. Because, you know, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Will Ferrell and Zoe Deschanel, come on. Come on. But Tom Come on. Hanks, um, accompanied by Tom Hanks, and <laughs> Tom also Hanks. Tom Hanks. Okay. Come on now. You can't That's make... an all-star lineup right there. How do you Tom make Hanks, me choose? Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks. <laughs> How do you make me choose between Will Ferrell, the worst manager in the office, and Tom Hanks, America's dad? Like, what do you want from me? And I want you to choose Tom Hanks. Elf. Okay. Here's my thing. My favorite aesthetic of all time is classic Christmas. Like what like white Christmas, like classy, like just really classy, like jazzy Christmas with like desaturated colors, Bing Crosby. That's my favorite. Oh my gosh. It brings me so much joy. And Elf is just that. Like my just favorite aesthetic even, is even the way the magic goes. train going <laughs> to the North Pole at over oh a thousand God. miles an hour. We got it. <laughs> I did the math. <laughs> the one time I've actually practically used math in my life was figuring Ugh. out how fast you does see, the Polar Express need to go. This is this seems like a game theory video or fi- sorry It'll film theory. Film theory. Film oh my theory. gosh. They do food so theory. food theory. My That's a thing. so my infatuation with the Polar Express comes from the fact that as a kid I really really loved trains, and when I was young, one of my Christmas presents, um, I think it was from Santa one year, was um, I got like the remote control Polar Express yeah. train, and you know, uh, after all these years, I found that I left the batteries in it. Ooh. So this week I had to clean out all of the corrosion inside. It was very dangerous, but I'm okay. Um, <laughs> but I cleaned it out and like set it up and everything. And I just was watching that train go around the tree. And I was like, I need to watch the movie again. Mm-hmm. So we sat down and watched the movie. Rest in peace, our Polar Express DVD, by the way. Because <laughs> we got to the scene. We got to the scene where the kids go down like the slide and oh. get dropped onto the presents. And then the DVD that? just freezes no. after that point. And you can't even finish it. And I'm so oh. sad. I'm mad because. So I. So short story time. I went to visit Megan for Thanksgiving. And we were in Target. And I saw the Polar Express DVD on Blu-ray for seven bucks. And I was like, okay, I need to pick this up. It's my favorite Christmas movie on Blu-ray for seven bucks. And Megan was like, don't you already own the DVD? And I said, yes, I do already own the DVD. But it's not on (laughs) Blu-ray. Which is my justification for buying anything. Is like, don't you already have that? Yes, but not in this form. But not in this form. Yeah. Like, I can be like, oh, I need a Deku Funko Pop. My mom's (laughs) like, don't you already have a statue? And I'm like, yes, but it's not a Funko Pop. So (laughs) Megan essentially talked me out of buying the Polar Express on Blu-ray. Ugh. 
And then we get home and I'm watching this and it freezes. And I sent her a video of it. And I was like, this is why I needed to buy the Blu-ray. <laughs> because ours doesn't work. Uh, wow. So I was very disappointed that we didn't get to finish it. But wow. my, I, my I infatuation believe, for trains has kind of carried I can't believe that was your through. last memory with her. Yeah, before she <sighs> left. So my, my infatuation with trains has kind of carried through to this point and i was watching the movie and just looking at it it is such it, it's animation was ahead of its time by the way okay so done in all so motion capture did which someone I, did someone walk into a board meeting and said are we making a live action or an animated movie and they were like yes both. it's gonna be both and the it's train. gonna look weird yeah i'm not gonna lie the facials look a little weird and I, I mean, I don't think it'll ever happen, but I think kind of like a, a 2021, 2022 glow up of the Polar Express wouldn't <laughs> be a bad thing. Like, don't change anything about the movie because it's perfect the way it is. Mm -hmm. But just like give it a glow up, like update the animation, you know? Yeah. Do you know? I think that would help. Do you know about the Uncanny Valley? Yes. It's... Where you can't tell if it's real or fake. Yeah, it's uh. The Polar was, Express lies was right in first that. introduced in the 1970s uh, when a professor in Tokyo Institute of Technology figured it out where there was a point where something could be realistic and people are comfortable with it. But then at a very certain point, it dips to being too realistic and you're not comfortable with it. And the Polar it's Express... It's a very, like... Very, very, like, you know... It, it's just this dip that goes, uh, you know, so you go like industrial robot, you know, that's not creepy. Toy robot. Okay, that's not that creepy. And then it slowly like gets more and more realistic until you're just not comfortable with that level of realism. Uh, right. And you can't like it's it's in the middle of really realistic and not realistic. And especially... There's some characters worse than others, but like the eyes and the teeth in the Polar Express are so realistic. I think that's because they couldn't motion capture that. No, so they just had to like yeah. So I understand. So they had to make the eyes and teeth match. And so the rest I, of the my eyes eventually people. adjusted, but at first I was like, oh my gosh, this looks like the prequel to Monster House. If you remember that movie, also. I want to point out one of my other favorite things about the Polar Express, other than just the concept of like a train we movie, got it. but it's Christmas. We got it. The Polar Express, hands down, I'm putting this out there, has the best Christmas movie soundtrack you will oh, ever find. And not no, just because of no, the songs, no, but also, no. I don't remember who did the music. I don't. No, no. I don't remember what composer did it. The I don't want to say it was Alan Menken. The disrespect you're putting on John Williams with the Home Alone soundtrack. Whoa, 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 astronomical. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. I need to know who did the Polar Express. I need yeah. to know this information I will say, now. Why I will is say, the Polar Express not saved on my Spotify? I will say I did like the Steven Tyler was in the Polar Express because as a big Aerosmith fan, <laughs> that was fun. Who did? Alan Silvestri did the Alan Polar Silvestri. Express. And he did a good job, but John Williams did a better job with Home Alone. Okay, I'm... <laughs> 
I don't want to disrespect John Williams because he did a lot of good stuff with Star Wars, but I still think Polar Express has the better Christmas soundtrack. Okay. Because the- because what is more iconic? What do you think of first? Do you think of that Polar Express suite? Or do you think of something from Home Alone? I think of something from Home Alone. That, okay, that you very... just completely disproved my point. <laughs> but <laughs> first, da, da, what I'm trying da, da, to say da, da, is the da, Polar da, Express da, da, da. suite. Da, 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 da. Does that is that not iconic? Um, no. Oh the my The Polar God. Express suite is like on a whole different level of like iconic. At I least also... to me. Okay, I will say on the Polar Express, that guy on the roof of the train had a hurdy gurdy, and that was pretty legendary. Not a lot of people know about the hurdy-gurdy, and it's one of my favorite instruments. So, I encourage you to Google it. It's really cool. And so I like that. But the Elf main theme, I listen to it every year. And let me just say, by liking the Polar Express better than Elf, Elf was directed by, guess who, John Favreau. <sighs> you know what? <laughs> listen... I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree. And we also, I mean, the movie. Because here's here's the thing. We knew coming into this that we were both going to stay on the same side. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, So, for me, Polar Express (laughs) is my favorite Christmas movie because of nostalgia, the soundtrack, the story is killer. Like, it's actually a really good story when you think about the meaning of, like, you don't have to see everything in order mm -hmm. to believe in it. And I liked that a lot. And I also really liked, you know, halfway through, we paused it and got some ice cream. And it was halfway through when they got to the North Pole. I was like, okay, I thought this was the Polar Express. Are we just not on the train anymore for the rest of this movie? But no, it worked really well. And so, when I say Elf is my favorite Christmas movie, and... Uh, this is just my opinion. No disrespect to the Polar Express. Ah, uh, this is last night was the first time I'd ever seen it. So what? I mean, I watched it once when I was like four, and I remember very specific things. But it, and since then, I'd never seen it. So I love the Polar Express, and I from now on, I'll probably watch it every year. But I feel like, and this is really interesting to me the way people like movies better because of their nostalgia. Like I will probably, unless something drastic happens, elf will probably be my favorite Christmas movie till the end of time. Because yeah. I, I feel I was the same way. So with the Polar Express. young when I was so young, I was watching that movie. And I'd also like to say, I relate to buddy the elf on a spiritual level. <laughs> That's fair. So. And I think what makes Christmas movies so special to people is the nostalgia and the memories they have oh, yeah. with it. Because, like, you think about sitting around the fireplace and, like, watching a movie mm-hmm. with your family. That's going to give you good memories that you'll always think back on whenever Absolutely. you watch the movie again. And that really adds to how good the movie is. Mm-hmm. So I agree. And so it's like, I, you know... To wrap up a little, it's like all Christmas movies. I mean, of course, there's bad Christmas movies, but uh, you can't judge a Christmas movie the same way you judge a regular movie. 
because yeah. it's meant while there are Christmas movies that are cinematic masterpieces like the Polar Express and Elf and Klaus uh, and Jim Carrey's Grinch, they're not m- intended to be so serious and they don't fit the mold of like, I don't know, an Avengers movie. You know, you can't right. put them on the same scale. And so Christmas movies have always been so special to me because it's so different. And it's just, if you're not watching Christmas movies in December, what are you looking forward to? Exactly. So, I don't know. It's so special. Yeah, I I can agree. Christmas movies, and I think that's why like Polar Express got rated so poorly, because mm-hmm. you throw it up against another like kids cartoon movie, and it's like, oh, Polar Express is eh. But when you think of it in the context of, like, sitting down and watching a Christmas movie with your family, Polar Express is a really good movie. So, I will I will say I'm very frustrated uh, because my local movie theater is playing really good Christmas movies. They're playing Elf, The Polar Express, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and because of safety we're not going and i'm so frustrated that at we least have you to have an that. open movie theater <laughs> like all the movie theaters around here are closed and i'm mad because i saw the polar express in imax once and it was oh my one of the single greatest cinematic Dude, like, experiences we, of my do life we have you have polar express we got it we got it we got it i low-key should just drive there so i can watch the polar express <laughs> in the theater I will say, I will say, Polar Express has better memes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have to just agree to disagree. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll and be here all day. Other movies that came out uh, the same year as Polar Express, Christmas with the Cranks. I did not know that. Uh, Spider-Man I was two, two years old when the Polar Express 13, came out. 13 going on 30. <laughs> the Princess Diaries 2, A Cinderella Story, Passion of the Christ. Harry Potter and Prisoner wow, of Azkaban. Wow, that's a movie to throw in there. <laughs> Passion of the Christ. <laughs> National Treasure. I mean, like, it was up against some really good movies in 2004. Yeah. The Notebook. Oh. Did I've the Polar Express it. get any Oscars? Probably not. Tom which Hanks is, which alone, is, Tom Hanks alone just, deserves Oscars for that movie. I love Polar Tom Express Hanks. deserves Oscars. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like this is a great episode because it ranged yeah. from traumatic traumatic experiences to Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales causing traumatic experiences to Christmas movies to Christmas movies causing traumatic experiences to the Polar Express being a movie about a train that goes a thousand miles an hour, and the Polar Express probably creating tra- traumatic experiences for some people because also it is so creepy, so creepy realistic. And honestly, those two guys, uh, those the two conductors where he like uh, he like pulls his beard to yell at the caribou. Those two guys <laughs> are my last two brain cells. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I love them so much. I feel that. Yeah. Well, well that being said. I think it's time to wrap our final Aww. episode of 2020. Oh man, I was. It's, I was it's been quite a year. Procrastinating. Subconsciously procrastinating yeah. the end. Yeah. And I do want to take a moment to say, for all the people who have listened to all of the episodes this year, even as we picked up in like August mm-hmm. till now, 
Thank you for listening. We have mm-hmm. a lot of fun, or at least I do. I can't speak for person. <laughs> I have but, a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of fun putting these episodes together, and it means a lot when, you know, people listen to them and actually listen to what we have to say. So thank mm-hmm. you for listening, and I can tell you we will be back in 2021. <laughs> I, I don't know what we're starting 2021 off with, but we will be back in 2021. We're going to take a two-week break, and we should be back, I think, January 8th. And if Let you want to see my January roster quick. when it comes out, where can they see that? You can follow us on Instagram at the nerdiest podcast. That's one word. Where I'll be putting out the January schedule. I do also want to say in 2021, unfortunately, we will be going back to a biweekly schedule oh. because I'm going to be a full-time college student and it's going to be hard to find time to record. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to just do two episodes a month instead of four. So fair yeah so we'll be taking a two-week break and we'll be back on january 8th yeah you're gonna have to find new friends (laughs) um good luck with that uh Uh, it's it's i I may as well just not make friends yeah just i'll just i'll just make make videos not friends (laughs) yeah it's fine it's fine i'll just make podcasts not friends i need that on a t-shirt make videos not friends flicks before chicks oh my gosh Hey, <laughs> I make YouTube content. So, yeah. With that yeah. being said, we will see you in 2021. Jackson, for one last time this year, where can people find you? On you the can internet? find me on YouTube at The Glass Studios. That's T H E G L A S Studios with glass with one S. The Glass Studios. Same on Instagram, The G L A S Studios, and Facebook. I'd also like to I'd also like to say thank you because when when you see a number that's like people get discouraged when they try to make content from the very beginning because it's like oh only 12 people listen to my podcast but if I try to picture 12 people in a room you know that's a lot of people and so even on the episodes that only get like 15 listens I say thank you because that's crazy if I imagine 15 yeah. people that's a lot of people that are listening to what I have to say about Star Wars or the Disney Plus ranting about Disney Plus for the 15th time. Yeah, exactly. So I'd also like to say thank you. And here's to 2021. <laughs> here's to 2021 being better than 2020. Ayo. So thank you everyone for listening. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas or, you know, whatever holiday you celebrate. And... <laughs> A happy new year going into 2021. We will see you next year. Peace out.